Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Drinking too much and hating yourself and feeling shame and regret and all of those things after a heavy booze session, it led me to not trust my own behaviour. So I wouldn't end up going out because I knew every time I went out, I was going to get more drunk than anyone else there. So I ended up staying at home, which is similar to what happened to you, Mm. Lucy, with your stay at home drinking, isn't it? We didn't trust ourselves in the end. And what a terrible thing to say. I mean, if you've got one person to, you know, have your back, it's got to be yourself, hasn't it? It really does. You've got to trust yourself. Yeah. that Pinot Gris purgatory, that place where I got stuck was a place where I didn't any longer trust myself and I did not know what the bloody hell to do about it. Mm. And it's a scary place to be because you should have your back and I didn't because I knew my behaviour so well that I couldn't control my drinking every time I went out. So, yeah, that was really the main place I got stuck in and it was a very lonely place and... You know, I felt like the only person in the world that had a mid-range drinking problem. Mm. Therefore, I didn't feel worthy of getting support. Yeah, and that's exactly what this is all about, is is knowing that there are so many people in this same space. Just knowing that, just simply yeah. knowing you are not alone yeah. is a really nice feeling. And there actually, are... that makes a really good point, Lucy, as we spoke to my sister about it, didn't we, yesterday? Yeah. She questioned for years, and she got sober 22 years ago, and she said that the reason... She was crying when she listened to one of our podcasts last week because that help wasn't there for her. Mm. But that help is available now. And, you know, a lot of people should, you know, reach out because it is it is a thing, grey area drinking. It's not something we're making up and thousands of people suffer. And the more that we all talk about it, I mean, we are talking about it all the time, boring everybody senseless yeah. with it. Yeah. Um, but, you know, if everyone can talk about it and open up about it and share it, it's going to really help the, everybody um, you know, we don't have to feel shame about it. We all drink um, and some of us drink too much. And if we feel that we do, talk to someone, talk to your mate, just share how you feel. They're yeah. probably thinking it anyway. They're yeah, and that think- questioning as well, yeah. isn't it? It's that questioning. If you're questioning your drinking, then as we said in the last podcast, if you're questioning that you might have a problem, then you probably do. And that's that grey area as well. You're sitting there with a mm. hangover, in bed, feeling awful and questioning why you keep repeating this behaviour again and again. You're in a grey area drinking problem. Yeah, 
Yeah, and I mean, one of the reasons why mm. I think it's an important topic as well is because I think there is a genuine lack of support in for, for people, which is why I wanted to do something to help support people in this area, which is why meeting you and being able to do this podcast has been so worthwhile for me. Um, because I don't think there is a great deal of support. There aren't many places you can go. I can remember countless times just sitting, tapping into Google, support for, with drinking. I drink too much. What shall I do? And just not being able able to find of course there was alcohol anonymous and I did try that um it didn't work for me it works for many um, and it is something at least but there was really um that or there was rehab mm. that was all that was available um and I will be honest in saying that literally a couple of weeks before I met you Vic I had been speaking on the phone to a private rehab clinic and I was considering checking myself in and the cost to stay there for four weeks was fifty thousand dollars. <throat> oh my gosh! And I had considered cool. taking money out of my super fund, which is like a pension, yeah. um, to go there. I had very, very seriously considered it because I wasn't unwell enough to be referred to a rehab, okay. but I was desperate for support. So I'd found this private one. I didn't know what else to do. It just seemed like the only, it was the, really, it was the only option available to me. Yeah. And it was a crazy option. I've looked at the place since online and it very possibly wasn't going to help me. Mm. It was just a, a money making scheme. It might have helped me, but God, it would have set me back yeah. financially, which would have been another yes. issue that could have made my drinking yeah, even worse. Yeah, could have worse. you even more if you're worrying about money. Mm. I mean, I have to admit, I would like to go to one of those places now. <laughs> Like, yeah, if anyone wants to give us some donations, me and Lucy can go off to like a yeah. a monastery in Tibet for a year and yes. come back and tell you some stories. Now that yeah. sounds like a plan. Yeah, or go to, uh, you know, the Amazon jungle and lick toads' backs. Yeah, and we do ayahuasca. Want... Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, any kind of retreat really appeals. Yes, but it just from and this one was actually fairly near to where I lived um, as well. So it just, I, yeah. Let we need to go away on. You need to get away, don't you? I mean, there's, uh, it is good to do. A retreat or something like that. I mean, and we are going to talk about it later. You can get referred to the doctor for treatment and things like that. So there are other things. You don't have to pay 50K and go into a private yeah. rehab. There are loads of options nowadays. And it's funny you should say that, Vic, as well, because I've been going to the same doctor's surgery since I've been in Australia, which is nearly 13 years. And um, there's a couple of GPs that I see there, and they both have known that every time I go in, they say, how's the drinking? Yeah. They've known since I got to Australia that I was struggling, and they have both referred me to different people, and I never found anyone who could help me. No one on... the Gosh my level yeah it does take time though yeah. to get the right help as well doesn't it I mean it that's does. what we're going to say it's going to, yeah. it, don't give up it does take time there's a perfect example for you there like you yeah. you can struggle to find help but there is the right help there and you will find it if you really keep trying yeah that's right and I think that was when meeting you and just accepting that there is this grey area there was little old me you know, a couple of years ago, desperately seeking help and looking at a 50k rehab, trying different therapists that have been referred to me by the GP, not being able to find anything. So drinking more and thinking, well, you know, really thinking I'm just going to drink myself to death because Gosh. that was the only option. Yeah. And then one day you just meet someone who gets that great area that you're sitting in and it meant 
it changed everything for me yeah. because there was someone else saying, I get it, yeah. there is a grey area, I was in it myself and um, and I've got out of it. But the problem is what you're saying that's quite fascinating is the problem is if you get bad help at some point, it mm. puts you off the good help, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. Because my first experience of reaching out for help when I was in my early 20s and having severe anxiety, I think I've told you about this before, but I went into an office, I got referred to the doctor for a... a surgery in Brighton where I walked in and the doctor sat at his table with his back to me and asked me if I pissed the bed as a child and could I name the Queen's children. That was his assessment of me. It was like something out of a Victorian asylum. I've never heard that yeah. before. That's yeah. outrageous. He should be struck off. Yeah, I was only in my early 20s. I thought that was his assessment did you wet the bed as a child? I think I said yes, I probably did. But where's the, relev- where's kids the wet relevance? The bed? Well, it was, I think he was testing whether I was mad or not. And if I was, na- could I name the Queen's children? I was like, no, because I don't <laughs> give a fuck about the royal family. Like, I'm a teenager, for God's sake. Yeah, I don't care about the royal family. Like, what a weird thing. And then, and then he was ticking boxes as if to say, all right, she's mad. I walked out. I was like, and, and yeah. I didn't get go and see another doctor mm. again or a therapist or anything till. M- much, much later on in my life because I had a really shit experience. Mm. I left there crying. I remember getting on the bus and thinking, oh. no one's going to help me. Yeah, and I suppose and that's what can for happen. you, it sort of cemented the fact that, OK, well, I obviously don't have a problem. No one's taking me seriously. So yeah. then you just spend another few years drinking heavily and getting further into that yeah. sort of addiction of drinking until you have to get completely desperate and yeah. re- try again to reach for support. Exactly. That's not a good place to be. And that's where you no. get stuck. It that's is. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. You feel you're not worthy exactly. because you've got some twat like that asking you ridiculous questions. Yeah, what a twat. I wonder if he's listening. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> coming to get Somehow you. I don't think he will no. be. No, it was a long time ago. <laughs> so what gets in the way of us recognising our drinking problem and in turn seeking help for it? Well... Uh, denial was what we talked about, wasn't it? Yep, denial is a huge thing. One of the most annoying factors in dealing with alcoholism is it always is accompanied by a phenomenon known as denial, a refusal to admit the truth or reality of the condition. With denial, a person with a booze problem has impaired sight into their condition. Denial is a common symptom of being a big binge drinker or a problem drinker, and it can keep a person from seeking any support. Hi there. I wanted to tell you about a podcast that I think every single one of you will benefit from. It's called Therapy Works and it's hosted by me, Julia Samuel. I'm a best-selling author and psychotherapist. I invite you into my therapy room where I speak to either a known or unknown guest. Topics range from the difficulties of divorce, a life-changing illness to the struggles of motherhood. Search Therapy Works now wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe to make sure you never miss an episode. So, as you probably know, my comedy memoir, A Thousand Wasted Sundays, is officially out 
all my magnificent fuck in one awkward hit. If you'd like to get your hands on a copy, it's now available from all good bookstores. We always say all good bookstores, don't we? Yeah. Are, there, are there bad bookstores? It's probably ones with moody, moody what? sellers. Oh, yeah, really yeah. depressed librarian folks. Yes, yes, okay, yes, good, yes. Good. So there are probably some, but we're only storing it in the good ones. It's only made it into the goodies. Yeah. You can also get it from all good online retailers. The print version and ebook are out now, and the audio book will be available in March. I've been writing my memoir for five years. It will make you laugh, cry and cringe and hopefully inspire a few people to reconsider their relationship with booze. If you love the podcast, then I think you'll love the book, even if I do say so myself. Hamish has read it. What did you think? I feel like I know a little bit too much about you now, to be honest, Vic. Look, I really loved it. It was hilarious and surprisingly moving, but I feel like I've seen you naked in a literary sense. Does that make sense? (laughs) Yeah, that's worrying. Yeah. Yeah. From an emotional point of view, seriously, it wobbled my teeny weeny wooden heart, Vic. Okay. (laughs) My teeny little wooden heart. His his wooden heart is broken. Anyway, so if you do manage to get your filthy mitts on a copy, please do me a favour and head to goodreads.com and give me a review. Doing that will help me get it out there to those that need a bit of sober support. So there you have it. My story, unwanted warts and all. Come and get awkward with me. Not to be too demanding or anything, but seriously, go and buy it Yeah, go and buy it. Go and buy it right now. Yeah, don't just tell your friends. Buy it and then buy your friends one or two. Yeah, yeah, don't give them a copy. Buy it, yeah. And you know what? Don't be careful where you store it. If you lose it, you can always buy another five. Yeah, buy another one. Yeah. 